Welcome to Let It Grow Investing. I'm Jeff. Thank you for stopping by. Let's talk about stocks, crypto, market news, investing ideas, and strategies. I'm not a financial advisor, and this is only for entertainment purposes. Please make sure to like, follow, and share so that we can all grow together. What's going on, investors? Welcome back to Let It Grow. Thanks for joining me. I'm Jeff, and I'm uh, here to give you a bit of a market update on what's happening out there, uh, some trends we're seeing, and uh, overall where we can put some money to work to uh, get some outsized returns and uh, ultimately plan that way to financial freedom. We are currently in a bit of a sell-off, uh, continued sell-off here on gross stocks. We are still seeing that punishment in these uh, in these names that we talked about last time in the NASDAQ. Uh, they are furthering their uh, their sell-off here. So that 36% of stocks uh, might soon be a little bit more than that, but we are ready. We know that when the, uh, the NASDAQ gets down to that uh, that 10% correction level, to when we're, we sold off uh, 10% off of the highs, that would uh, indicate that we are in a bit of a correction. And, uh, you know, the downside should be kind of limited from there. There could potentially be some some further falling in some names, but I think overall that uh, the broader market index of the, uh, the NASDAQ will hold up. And uh, I do think we might see some buying here from some of the bigger names on some of the news that's going on but also the fact that they are safer names. But uh, right now we've got uh, some different things happening out there. We had a uh, another uh, update from NEO that they are uh, expanding in San Jose. They already had a building on lease. They are now uh, leasing another larger building in San Jose up the street from where their first building was. They don't have an announcement yet. Uh, as to their plans for expansion into the U.S., but uh, one one's got to imagine that if they're renting multiple buildings, uh, there's got to be a, a reason there. So uh, I'm I'm just putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Uh, you know, Neo has sold off something fierce on uh, a lot of the the China fears, supply chain fears, all the things we've talked about. Uh, currently at twenty nine eighty nine, and uh, I'm going to take a look here at the analyst rating, but this one. Uh, I definitely see a lot of upside here, especially as they uh, go into the European markets and further their expansion into the U.S. Uh, currently, the uh, the price target here is at fifty nine oh eight, so that represents a ninety four and a half percent of upside. And uh, all the recent uh, analyst ratings are all buys, and those are all done in the past. Uh, well from the end of December, but four have been in the last week and a half or so. So definitely take that into account. They are uh, expanding. There is going to be some more um, people entering the market as to uh, that EV market, that EV space. And we'll ultimately see where that goes. We've talked about uh, some of their technology that they have and what makes that uh, a bit better as far as the battery swaps and things like that. And you can keep your batteries when you buy a new car. Uh, so that technology may be coming here sooner than later. We'll uh, try to keep up to date as to what's going on out there and uh, what moves we can make. But uh, this is one that I said I I'm buying under 30. Um, I'm trying to uh, accumulate more uh, shares of this company in order to take advantage uh, when they do come here or when they do 
expand out into Europe or even when the, the some of the Chinese tensions uh, die down. I do think this one's going to have a, a long runway ahead of it. And uh, I'd rather buy now when it's in pain rather than, uh, you know, when it does make that run. So I'm trying to build that position and ultimately set myself up for future gains by investing now when no one wants to look at it or buy it. So that's my move there. Uh, we also had uh, Microsoft come out and announce a deal to buy Activision Blizzard. Uh, now, Activision is a gaming company and, uh, you know, they sell different games on uh you know, Xbox and PlayStation, and they, they've got a bunch of big name titles out there. Uh, so ultimately, Microsoft is spending about $70 billion on buying uh, Activision. And Activision is rocketing on this news. They are up uh, pre-market. They were up 37%. I can take a look now that the market's open and uh, and see where they're actually at now. But this is something that we have seen time and time again when uh, a company goes to buy another one, the, the company that's doing the buying tends to sell off a little bit and the company that is being acquired tends to skyrocket. So Activision is currently up 29, uh, well, I'll call it 30%, uh, up $19 on the day to 85, call it $85. Uh, so we see that that rise in the price based on the fact that they're getting acquired and the uh, the amount of money that Microsoft is willing to pay for that company uh, is basically going to about equate to where the the market uh, takes Activision in that uh, that accelerated trading, if you will. So they basically follow the the cost per share that Microsoft is willing to buy Activision at, uh, and it's a kind of a quick way to make a buck. And uh, ultimately, uh, I would be a buyer of Microsoft here. Uh, they are currently down on the day about $4.80 at 305. And, uh, you know, that's a decent pullback from the middle of November when we are at uh, 349. That was a, the yearly high. So we pulled back about $44. And uh, I definitely think this one's got a lot of room to run. They have been caught up in some of the NASDAQ sell off. Like I said, this one does hold up the market. But ultimately, I do think that it uh, is going to have a long runway, especially with a lot of the tech that they have. They're you know, putting some of that cash to work by acquiring Activision. Um, currently, uh, we covered this one on Monday's episode, but currently about 22.2% upside. And uh, I'm sure there's going to be some buy ratings coming in. Now, looking at it today, Wedbush just today uh, initiated um, a buy rating at 375 so that currently represents, you know, about $70 worth of upside in this name as far as their predictions in the uh, the 12-month prediction. And uh, I definitely think you could do it, especially with uh, the fact that they've already hit 350. We could certainly see them break above that line and get uh, up to that 375 level, uh, certainly with buying this new company and also some of the other things that they've had going on. So one that I would certainly be adding to, I know it's on the other uh, week four investing challenge. So we might be buying this one Monday. Uh, as I've said, this one, I, I definitely already own. I own all of them that are in the week four challenge. Uh, it's a battle battle of the, uh, the big tech. And this is one that I've been a long-term investor in one that's treated me really well. And uh, if you guys want to add it to the uh, week four investing challenge, 
I would love to put it in there. But then again, I would love any of the names that are in the uh, the week four challenge. So get over to the Let It Grow Investing page and make your vote count. Um, you know, again, Microsoft, Facebook, Apple, Google, Amazon are the uh, the choices for the week. So get on over there and vote. It is a pretty close race right now, but ultimately, I want to see what you guys have to say about this one. And uh, let's see if this Activision news makes anyone a uh, a buyer of Microsoft over Apple. You can change your votes if uh, anything, any news that comes out that week um, makes you swayed one way or the other. Go ahead and change your vote. It will close Saturday. Uh, I do have an active week here in uh, snow work for me. There's looking like some snow on uh, Wednesday night into Thursday and then some snow on Saturday. So I'll be uh, trying to get everything closed out and updated for you know next Monday's purchase. But it is going to be a, a rocky week for me and my sleep schedule is going to be way off. But uh, go ahead and get your votes in. I'll try to get it updated as, as soon as I can on Saturday and then ultimately have that uh, episode out uh, next Monday on who won and what we're going to be doing for week five. Uh, but, you know, with that being said, certainly like the page. Thank you guys for sharing, subscribing, and uh, favoriting the, the podcast. And if you want to uh, support the channel, you can do that on the anchor.fm slash let it grow. And uh, you can support the channel for as little as 99 cents a month. But uh, with that being said, I'm going to take a quick break and I will be right back. And we're going to talk about the, uh, the history of interest rate hikes and what it means for the market. All right, we are back here. So I wanted to get into uh, what's going on with the market today uh, and what's going on specifically with Goldman Sachs, uh, the uh, investment bank that uh, tends to be a bellwether as to how the, the financial industry is doing, along with JP Morgan and some of the other banks. Uh, you know, in the last episode, we were talking about how JP Morgan uh, had some difficulty and they had sold off, you know, about 7% on Friday. And now with uh, some of the news coming out of Goldman Sachs, we're seeing uh, a sell-off over there as well. Um, you know, pre-market, we were down a, uh, a substantial amount. It was about 8%. I'm going to take a look here now to get the updated. Uh, yeah, we're about 7.7% to the downside today. That's uh, down $29 uh, on the day to a price of about $351, a PE of only 6.28. Time so very low PE as uh, banks tend to have a lower PE, but uh, off of the high price of four hundred and twenty six dollars. Now, so what's what's going on with them? They had a uh, a lower EPS <clears throat> this year compared to uh, quarter four of uh, twenty twenty. So it was down about eleven point eight percent from uh, those numbers in twenty twenty to quarter four in twenty twenty one. So uh, a less earnings and, uh, you know, specifically we had talked about uh, that banks are going to do better in this higher interest rate environment. Uh, Goldman is a little bit of an outlier to that category. And the reasons for that is that a lot of the other banks do a lot more in the way of lending and uh, making more money off of those higher interest rates where Goldman makes a lot of their money from uh, their profit comes from trading and investments. So some of their trading and investments uh, suffered in quarter four with some of the growth stocks selling off. So they had that lower EPS. <clears throat> now, as I've said, they, they've fallen about 8% today. They are, what, about, uh, I mean, a good amount more. 
probably closer to 12% off of the, uh, the highs. So now we're getting to that point where, you know, 10% deems a correction. We're, we're getting to that point. The, uh, the PE is super low at 6.2 times. Uh, and as I've said, you know, the beginning half of this year might be a little rocky with some of the interest rate hikes. Uh, although they're not going to do too much better on uh, the lending side, they are going to be priced at a nine times multiple PE multiple going forward, which uh, is still very low for them. So that being said, there's a lot of bad news baked in. A lot of things have sold off. This one's come down, you know, a significant amount just in the day alone. Um, and that low PE going forward uh, lets me know that uh, it's still a value. And, you know, if you're looking for a, a safer place to put your money, uh, granted, you know, I'm saying safe and they had a seven and a half or seven, three quarter percent sell off in a day. Um, I think there's there's a time and place to buy into these. And, uh, you know, should it drop down to uh, maybe that 335 to 350 level, we had some prior resistance uh, at that level. Maybe that's a good point to get started in a position on this one. Uh, I do not own this one. It's one that I've, I've watched many times. It got a little bit too pricey and I was buying JP Morgan and Citibank at the time. I may have even had some Bank of America at the time. So I try to keep my my financial play is limited to a couple stocks and the other ones seem to be a better value at the time for me. Uh, now this one is, is getting cut. Um, I do think it's getting near that bottom and uh, could be a spot to uh, add to this position or start a position in Goldman if you are interested in these stocks long term. Um, like I said, there, there's other va values out there and some of the names we talked about on Monday in the ways of, you know, uh, JP Morgan, uh, Wells Fargo, Citibank, or even some of the smaller local banks tend to do really well. Canadian banks do pretty well also. So lots of different options there. But this one, uh, I think, is a premier uh, bank in the industry, and they tend to have more of a, a higher PE compared to their, their counterparts. For some of the uh, history and things that they have been able to do with that company. Uh, so certainly some things to look at there. Uh, I did want you to be aware that, uh, you know, this this sell off in Goldman has brought the Dow down uh, about 200 points today alone. So a lot of the sell side pressure is from the uh, the Goldman quarterly report. And for that reason, you know, you can certainly uh, find some other stocks on that Dow list that are going to be a, uh, a value uh, or be getting sold off today on just having this one stock that had a, a bad quarter. We know why the quarter was bad. We know that, you know, the outlook uh, and the forecast has been cut a bit, but uh, I don't think it's anything that uh, really should rationalize that, uh, you know, about 80 some point drop from the highs. Uh, so for that reason, and for some of the, the PE reasons, uh, you're also getting a 2% dividend. Uh, I'll flip over to the analyst research and see what the analysts are saying. Um, granted, a lot of them are going to be old news. But uh, just today alone on the uh, the 18th, there are two buy ratings, one at 460, one at 479, and a hold rating from UBS at 416. So, you know, the, the 460 and the 479 represent about uh, 110 to $130 up from here. And uh, like I said, at that low PE that it's currently trading at and the uh, the nine times PE forward looking uh, 
price to earnings multiple. Definitely one I can see uh, averaging into and should it get a little bit cheaper, I would continue to buy. And uh, you, you really have limited downside here. Uh, so another financial that could do well for this year. And uh, I would definitely take a look at it if you're looking to add to a position like that. Now, um, we were talking about, uh, or actually I had a question on the, uh, the Facebook group about what happens to the stock market when, uh, when these rates are increased. Do we normally see a, uh, a rise, a fall, or just kind of stagnant? And uh, I had to do a little bit of research on this one. Uh, so I kind of went back and looked at some different charts uh, as to when the rates were uh, starting to get hiked and when they were ending. And uh, I'm going back to the early 90s. And we had five different, yeah, five different times where the rates were hiked. Four of those times, the market uh, had closed higher when the, the rate hike cycle end. Uh, so that was 94 uh, to 95, 97 to 98. Uh, 99 to 01, 04 to 07, and 08 to 2019. So for those five times, the market ended up closing higher at the end of that rate cycle hike, uh, an average of 102% higher uh, across those four times. And uh, so, you know, ultimately, we know that we're going to probably get a little bit of downside pressure. I do think that there is um, a correction that could happen in the uh, immediate future. I really think quarter one, quarter two, when these uh, rate hikes start happening, we're going to see some sell side pressure. We're going to see some people uh, looking to exit. You know, I think we're definitely going to have some weaker hands leaving the market as they think that they're getting burned. I think the uh, institutional banks are going to push out a lot of these, you know, these weaker hands. So they're going to be shorting the stocks or selling them or liquidating and there's going to be a lot of sell side pressure. The uh, the retail hands that aren't uh, sure of what's going on, they're going to be doing some selling. And then ultimately, the uh, the in larger banks are going to be buying back in at these lower prices, covering where they were and riding that wave up through the second half of the year. That is that's my prediction here. So um, as I've said before, I'm going to dollar cost average through this. Uh, if you want banks or financial or financials or energy. Uh, you know, energy has been a pretty silent winner this so far this year. Uh, also, you know, the growth stocks, good spot to add into these growth names. Um, as I've said before, that's what I'm looking to do. I'm looking to, you know, buy these at bargain value discounted rates to where when uh, things start rolling up in the second half of the year, we look like we're geniuses. I really think long-term that's, that's going to be the the key to success is is holding and buying through these dips. Uh, as we saw in those charts, you know, every time that the the rate cycle or most times when the rate cycle uh, starts to get hiked up, it uh, it stagnates for a while, but then the market gets used to that new normal, and people are still having appetite for stocks. People are yeah, there's still going to be an appetite for people wanting to buy stocks when those rates go up. Because bonds and other uh, investment vehicles are not going to create the types of returns that the stock, stock market will. So ultimately, there's a little bit of fear, uncertainty and doubt out there. A lot of FUD that is causing this sell-off. Uh, ultimately, you know, it is a harder you know, situation for the growth stocks 
as capital is more expensive and they aren't going to be able to be doing buybacks as much because of some different uh, you know, monetary problems at play. But ultimately, the stock market is going to be the way that you're going to make more money than uh, you know, setting your money away in uh, bonds or CDs or in any other type of investment. So that's what I'm doing. I'm adding to these positions when they're on a dip. And ultimately, you know, 80% of the time in the past 30 years, it has been a, a better market at the end of that uh, rate cycle hike. So that's what I'm looking to see. That's what I'm doing. Uh, you know, if you're following along, you know, hopefully you guys are tucking some money away and money away into some, some names that you've done your research on and you're ready to dollar cost average through these dips. Uh, ultimately, that's going to be the way to uh, get your portfolio to the size that you want it to be in order to, to be financially free and uh, ultimately be able to retire in uh, some comfort. So, you know, take advantage of the options that are out there. Uh, you know, if if you guys need any help, feel free to message me or uh, if you're looking to start a portfolio, there are the links in the description for, you know, E-Trade, Webull, Crypto.com and, uh, and Binance. So if you need any of those, feel free to uh, use them. There's six free stocks uh, on the Webull app. If you use my link, you get free six free stocks for opening and depositing. I think it's like $10. You can get uh, shares between $3 and $3,000, I think it is right now. So there's obviously there's some money out there that they're uh, giving away to get new customers in their door. Uh, so take advantage of that and you, know, you can get started for, for very little over there. And you can do the fractional shares like we're doing in the investing challenge. Uh, again, the investing challenge on week four, we've got uh, Microsoft, Apple, uh, Meta, which is Facebook, Amazon, and uh, Alphabet. Or I might have got one of those A's mixed up, but the M-A-M-A-A. So we've got uh, the acronym there for those five big cap tech names. That's what's at play this week. Get over to the uh, Let It Grow Investing page and make your vote count. Uh, like I've said, there's some different news coming out of a lot of these different companies. If you need to change your vote throughout the week, you can do that up until Saturday. And uh, ultimately, we're going to be buying one of these uh, big cap tech stocks on uh, next Monday. So get your vote in, make your vote, vote count, and I will catch you guys in the next one. Thank you for stopping by. Please uh, make sure to like, subscribe, and share, and I will see you on Monday. Take care. As always, thanks for stopping by. Please make sure to like, subscribe by turning on the notification bell, and sharing this podcast to help our community grow. Check the links in the description for offers on E-Trade, Binance, and Crypto.com to get your investing journey started. You can also help support the podcast on our anchor.fm webpage. Until next time, let's get invested and let it grow.